Welcome to the Suburbs. I'm Kim. I'm Juice. And, and this, this is Suburban, Suburban Pod. Pod. We're just two bougie Negroes trying to figure out how to express our blackness in white spaces. Follow us on Twitter at Suburban Pod. And follow us on Instagram at Sub underscore Urban Pod. All right, enjoy. Hello. Hello. It's Eliza Doolittle. <laughs> well, yeah, when I was looking at those old tweets, like, it'd just be me just being like, I'm in love with Kim. <laughs> and then I, I saw this tweet. I'm about to see if I can log into my old Twitter. It's your current one. Even if you change names, it still goes. So right. how come you can't look at your old tweets from the app then? I mean, I don't I know. know. Can, they but... recently just changed it. Okay, so uh, I'm logged in. Oh, that was easy. Um, so how do you look? How do you? Uh, if you search something, you can do advanced search, and then you could search by like keywords or anything. So in mine, I just typed in uh, the account was at juice at a kid named juice and then i just put like keywords kim and it's just oh uh i love kim blah 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 it's just all this shit or like kim go eventually give me a shot what if my username changed it's still still your current one because it'll show your old let me see can i just put in a year and it bring up a year (laughs) yeah really yeah you can put it in like specific dates and everything um Okay, so I'm on the mobile one. Let's do 2011. Okay, so for accounts, you'll hit from these accounts. Mine's going to be a kid named Juice. Oh, wait, how did you get to accounts? Wait, hold on. (laughs) And then you can search any of these words, or you can search by date. So... Split Kim. We'll see what happens. <laughs> Wait, where's accounts? So, like, it pulled up every time I've said a word, Kim. Yeah, now you have the power to see everything you've ever tweeted. Okay, so now when you go down. What if I put in Kimberland? Because that used to be my Twitter name. It's you not going to bring up anything. No, you have to put in uh, Kirby Brown Girl. For accounts and then you can search anything through it <laughs> so it'll pull up all your old profiles as long as it's connected to that oh my god it's I'm just nervous. like randomly if you uh if you did that with our suburban thing since i used the split it uh account it will pull up any split it research account <laughs> oh my goodness i'm nervous i want to go from this day in 2011. I'm gonna do the same. <laughs> <laughs> what, <is it? laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> my first one that pulled up is I had a dream I could buy my way to heaven. When I awoke, I spent it on a necklace. 
I told God I'd be back in a second. It's so hard not to act reckless. Oh my goodness. What the fuck did you pull up? I'm reckless. <laughs> All right. November 8th, 2012. A month from today, I'll be in a cap and gown. Aww. Let me see. Mine, another one of mine is my birthday is going to suck, I'm sure. Oh, I have a picture from when Maya Angelou came. Aww. That's dope. Screenshot that. Or you could save it. <laughs> oh, I could. <laughs> Look at me. Okay, boober. Acting like I don't know what to do with it. <laughs> uh, I got pull a leaving Las Vegas and Houston. Oh my God, that's dark as fuck. You know, <laughs> never mind. Eating and drinking at Moe's alone since TZ taught her fourth. Terrell. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Bama lost. Wasn't expecting that. Damn, Gina. November 10th, 2012. I wonder who y'all play. Uh, same old me. I'm bad at deciding if I want to grow my hair out or keep it short. I go back and forth. Lord have mercy. I hate when girls wear false lashes and everything dealing with the falsehood of the lashes exposed. <laughs> Damn. We, are we the same people? <laughs> Basically. Glue everywhere. Lash strip longer than your eyelid. Lash strip not even on your lash line. Lashes halfway applied. Just stop. <laughs> For some reason, oh, I have a tweet. I can't pull it all the way up, but it's at lipstick K junkie. Oh, that's me. Kim, you should smoke before you get anywhere. <laughs> Damn, I done had all the names. Lipstick Junkie, Kimberland. Kimberland was my first name, though. I love the instrumental to Spodiote Dopalicious. Oh, my God. We are the same. Still. I'm going to retweet that shit. <laughs> <laughs> I need to change my eating habits. <laughs> Still. I'm trying to think what's a, a date that I could look up and be like, oh, shit. You're not a real thug until you've had a roach fly at your face. Ooh, fuck. The ghetto. Yikes. <laughs> it doesn't feel like holiday time to me unless it's cold. Nothing breaks my heart more than a failed marriage and or a child without two parents. Damn. What the fuck was I talking about? <laughs> we found Ebo Kim. <laughs> So I'm letting this new guy do my nails and he doesn't seem to know what he's doing. Jesus fix it. I'm scared. Say. <laughs> uh, what's a keyword I could put in and find something crazy? Kanye. <laughs> It'd be too many tweets. <laughs> I wish y'all would learn all oh, this. Same, Kim. I wish y'all would learn how to be comfortable within yourselves and quit looking for social likes for validation. Mm. Damn. <laughs> I just realized most of my tweets begin with I love or I hate. There's no middle ground with me. It's black and white. Hashtag Sagittarius. <laughs> Same. Wow. Maybe I was fully realized at 24. Jigs with chicken nuggets in hand. <laughs> Jesus Christ, a ratchet. (laughs) (laughs) 
April 2nd, 2011. Oh my God, I love you, Kim. I want to marry you. <laughs> Laugh out loud. <laughs> I've been ready for three years. I've been denied for three years. <laughs> oh my God. Uh, this is a T. RT, because you know that was before you could uh, actually retweet somebody <laughs> with a comment at T Glenn 66 at Kimberlyn. Kim, fuck that. When Whoop That Ho comes on in the club, you won't have any problems. <laughs> I don't even know what that means. <laughs> oh, this is the year that we play AM. Oh, that's what we say with y'all? Yeah, because I talked about um, Bianca and Tiffany coming in town. <laughs> Jay Hallways just came over and dropped off some goodies. Got a bitch feeling good and feeling great. It must have been some weed. <laughs> Man, you got so fucked up that <laughs> night. You were wild. <laughs> I was doing the more than the most. Yo. <laughs> Too much. Oh, my God. If you're coming to the game this weekend from Huntsville, don't dare leave Auburn without contacting me. Damn, you you the mayor of Auburn? Sitting here threatening bitches. <laughs> hey, motherfucker. <laughs> so I may be going to prison. Thanks, Charter. <laughs> this was when I, when I was uh, downloading music from LimeWire. <laughs> and Charter was my internet service. They sent me a notice like, you've been downloading illegal content. Oh, damn. I was trying to nap before everyone got here, but my phone has been on 10 since 4 p.m. You told everybody to hit you up. I know. <laughs> That's some Kim shit, too. <laughs> like, fuck. <laughs> now I got to entertain these niggas. <laughs> Heading to the stadium November 17th. Turn up. Blunt blowing. <laughs> bring the drugs, baby. I can, I can bring my pain. Man, that's when we was on the weekend. Heavy. Yeah. <laughs> November 18, 2012. I was zooted last night. <laughs> <laughs> Who retweeted that shit? <laughs> Yo, brother. <laughs> <laughs> and then I left for Thanksgiving break the same day. Ju- July 16, 2011. I saw the beautiful Miss Kimberlyn glad i survived auburn long enough this time <laughs> laugh out loud oh that was when y'all came down with them crazy ass strippers yes. and, uh, the, uh that day also day one in auburn was crazy af auburn might be the craziest college child in america if you can't name a metallica song or sing a lyric don't wear a metallica shirt just to be oh you're one or of them trendy. people i hate that i was one of those people oh damn Mm. Every time somebody asks if my Auburn or Alabama fan, I reply, I don't give a fuck. <laughs> Trying to hold it together, it's getting harder though. Oh, I don't know what the fuck I was going through. <laughs> the old man at Crystal just gave me his number. LOL. Hashtag pimping. <laughs> <laughs> Used to get free shit. The Auburn wing of of mullet gang slash shaboom crew is crazy AF. <laughs> Laugh out loud. <laughs> this is true. 
chilling with the Auburn Pikes, feeling good, laugh out loud. <laughs> <laughs> that was LSU weekend in Auburn. Oh, I remember that. Yeah, I was feeling good that weekend. <laughs> Trying not to stress, but graduation is on the line, and that paper was worth a lot. Oh, man, I remember that shit, man. I had a research paper due for my African-American studies class. And I kid you not, the day before it was due, I was finishing it up. Computer crash. Oh. I didn't have it backed up to nothing. Damn. Like, that was the first time that that has ever happened to me. So I had to go on campus and, like, email my professor. Because there was no way that I was going to be able to bullshit a, I think it was a 10-page paper in less than 24 hours like if it was like a five page paper i could have come up with some shit real quick like and maybe got like a c or a d right. so i ended up getting a zero for the paper and the paper was worth like 25 percent of the class grade and i was already on like borderline academic probation so i had a b Damn. in that class and that zero made me it took me to a d and it fucked up my gpa yeah, so I had to go back and take like one PE class the next semester. Damn. I know. <laughs> and my, my te- what was crazy was like my teacher, my professor was a Nigerian woman and she was not having Yo, it. Like an older Af- Nigerian woman. African professors do not play. She didn't have not one fr- ounce of sympathy. Our game versus A&M is our black homecoming. <laughs> That was y'all, true. yeah. This was so was, fucking true. That shit was lit. I ain't gonna lie though. Like, cause we were down there. It was like it was so many fine ass fucking black girls down there. I was like, man, this shit is dope. And our stadium. I love our stadium. I do like our stadium. Oh, I have a pretty bad crush on one of my followers. Remember we used to do the yeah the uh, the O O M F. Yes. <laughs> And uh, what else did we used to do? Hashtag subtweet. Yes. Let's call it read the fuck out of somebody on our fucking timeline. Yeah, niggas still subtweet. Oh, yeah. That never went away. It's just we don't say subtweet. My crush on one of my followers will only remain a crush, I guess. God damn it. (laughs) Shit. One of my first crushes was Tyra Banks. Been in love with big forehead chicks ever since. Yes. Wow type that has not changed no not at all i keep following the same fucking traps <laughs> so, man, this shit is crazy it is it's like you have unlimited power like what the fuck <laughs> it's like a time capsule margaritas for breakfast with modern hippie for her birthday thug oh. life that's when she came to Auburn. I forgot about the other juice hat. Oh, wow. Do you still have that? Yeah. I have the original juice hat in my room. My transit driver's name is Latwanika. <laughs> Wait, what? Latwanika. Like L-A-T-W-A-N-I-K-A. I said, Jesus, fix it. Go get this hat while I'm thinking about it. Because I meant to bring it in here the other day. The legendary juice hat. Oh, shit. 
oh shit oh shit <laughs> new selfie <laughs> new selfie alert um yeah Like I'm just gonna be 22 year old G's for the rest of this podcast, <laughs> bro. This is this is wow, 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 wow. Uh oh, here we go. Uh, February 8th, 2011, and the juice had is legendary. It's the uh, HSV cultural icon in itself. That's what you need to fucking uh, search is juice on mine or for. Uh, what do you mean? Like for my account? Yeah. Okay. The word search the word juice. It's gonna be some wild shit. I know. The fuck? If I say I have the juice, does that qualify as a pun? (laughs) (laughs) That's funny to me. (laughs) That's so cheesy. I'm still mad. Other schools get a damn fall break. Right, because we did not. R.T. Stephen Milton, 90. A kid named Juice. As white Juice, I play by different rules. I wanted to tell you I love you. (laughs) (laughs) It's crazy being nicknamed Juice. I never understood all the the Juice's loose jokes were OJ references. And I didn't understand that for a long time. Aw. I know who this is about too. I want her to wear my juice hat. Oh. Hmm. Man, I liked her a lot. Still trying to figure out. May twenty fifth, two thousand eleven. This is the same day, mind you, I said I wanted to wear my want her to wear my juice hat. For better or worse, the old juice is back. <laughs> <laughs> I guess we're finally starting. We, we had are a had a pregame session. Back from the other side of vintage Twitter. <laughs> um stuff like that is always cool to remind you. Um, what a dumbass you were yeah <laughs> but it's also like, that you're still a dumbass because <laughs> we're still the same person yeah it makes me like i really used to think that i had grown a lot as a person and now i'm like not as much as i thought <laughs> in some ways but not significantly to be honest which is crazy to think that like the person that you were like 23 24 still you you still the same person that's i like i think that's mainly why i don't feel like i'm an adult (laughs) i know it's like i'm doing the same shit i was doing when i was 23 literally same shit all my tweets were about drinking (laughs) talking about girls with terrible lashes and terrible weaves all my tweets are depressing as uh dispatches from an alcoholic (laughs) (laughs) so also drinking and me professing my love for you every couple of months ain't shit changed (laughs) literally nothing has changed we are still the exact same people (laughs) the only difference is we don't put that shit on twitter we just put it in a podcast true damn what do i even tweet about anymore we have a podcast we don't have to tweet about our shit you're right you're right it's like yeah we have a uh, uh somewhere to put the 
energy. The bullshit. So it's getting closer. It's uh, getting closer to Sag season. It is. This when week. does it start? The uh, Friday. Uh, the twenty first, so, yeah. right? Or is it the so? That's Thursday. I can't remember. Is Doug is a uh, Scorpio or Sagittarius? He's his birthday's the twenty first. I think it starts the twenty second. Okay. And yeah, I think it does because um, I think Kristen Woodard's birthday is the twenty second, and she's a Sagittarius. And my birthday is the twenty fourth. I'm a Sag. Ooh, man. This is crazy. <laughs> How did we get here so soon? It always feels like it takes forever for your birthday to get here until like a month before and it just like flies by. Yeah. And then like I was thinking like this time last year we were about to go see the read. Yeah, we were. I got the memories in my Snapchat. It does not seem like it's been that a fucking whole long. year. No. I know. That shit is crazy. <laughs> and then uh also went on a date this time last year. Oh yeah. And I got on the podcast singing Kiss by Rose like Yikes. a little biatch. <laughs> <laughs> yikes, yikes, yikes. Yeah. Ooh, wow. A whole year. That that shit flies. I'm about to be thirty one, bro. Damn, and then that means we're also getting closer to our uh holiday party are we gonna do a holiday party again yeah we do we need to should we keep it on christmas eve like keep the tradition should we make it a tradition we should yeah i agree we need to figure out what we're gonna do for our birthdays i know (sighs) (laughs) um i did go to uh rocker republic downtown yesterday and that's a perfect spot to have anything did you um see like what their rates were or like if they i didn't check i wonder if you could just like hey we're gonna have 20 people come in we probably could can y'all just set up a table or like do they how is it set up they have tables okay like if not i was thinking we could definitely do it at the goose because i know them niggas and when i went uh to rock republic last night the guy that used to work at Blue Pants, because I used to go to Blue Pants a lot when I was in my apartment, he works at Rocket Republic now. Hmm. So he was there. So we were like talking and everything. Yeah, I'm thinking if all else fails, we can probably have it at one of these bars or breweries or something. Like, okay. I'm at the bar, but just looking out. Yeah, that is a pretty cool space. And then, of course, we can do Fractal still. I think I can still reserve your birthday for it. I don't want to hijack your birthday though. <laughs> you gotta hijack my birthday. This hat's itchy. <laughs> what were we thinking? Like my actual birthday day, like that Monday or that weekend? I was thinking that Monday because we have both been off on Mondays. Oh yeah, that's right. And I'm like, we don't have to get shit faced, you know. Me and you are alcoholics. Probably so gonna probably get shit faced. <laughs> 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 probably gonna get shit faced. Not even gonna lie. And okay. Then, and then we'll finally be able to do a suburban pot was here together. Yes. So we have that. And we'll be able to go to the Quantiphonic show. Mm-hmm. My brother be in town. Oh, yeah. So he's gonna be for just until Thanksgiving or the, the whole, whole week. week. 
and then Natalie will be in town also. Turn up, turn up, turn up. Okay, so a lot of drinking is about to happen. Oh yeah. Yes, this is why I love holiday <laughs> season. Um. So yeah, it's about to turn up. Legit. How do you feel about to be about to be thirty one? You know, I don't know. Thirty one is so different from thirty. It is. I don't know what it is about that. It's like I don't know if it's just because thirty was just like a solid like this is a new decade. Yes, yeah, a new time. Like so, thirty one. I don't know. It just feels so much older than thirty. I think it's because it's like <laughs> thirty is like I just escaped my twenties. Like twenty one is like the okay. I'm an adult. No, right, I can go drink right. and then think. Ten years has passed since that moment. You're like, oh my god, I'm old as fuck. <laughs> yeah, damn. I don't know. Thirty one just feels like, like I gotta get my shit together. Right. It's like, all right, like I bullshitted enough. <laughs> it's time for me to rein this in. I thought, okay, so I thought thirty was my year. Like in the beginning of it, it really felt like it was my year. You know, so when I first started managing in you know some shit that I love doing and then realized that it actually was not for me and then you know made a crucial decision to just leave that bitch (laughs) and um it has it has it has made me a little less financially stable (laughs) than why your voice buckle when you said that (laughs) that I wanted to be however however it has made me a little (laughs) less (laughs) Uh, yeah because 30 was the year that i just claimed that like my credit was gonna be better and like you know like i was just really gonna be out here on some grown woman shit Bad bitch give a fuck about a nigga <laughs> and it has not been that for the last three or four months which is fine um i'm 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 getting by <laughs> I'm getting by. You trying to convince me or yourself? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. You know what I'm saying? I'm trying to enter 31 with a little bit more optimism, but also just like realistic shit. You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't, I don't, this is why I don't like like New Year's resolutions or anything. Cause I don't want to think that just because a, a new year starts or like a new day starts that all this magical shit is going to happen. Right. I have been doing a lot of reflection lately, and I've also been feeling like I'm not an adult. Mm-mm. I have a house. I'm not an adult. I'm <laughs> <laughs> just playing make believe. This shit is not real. I don't have a house, so even less of an adult <laughs> over here. <laughs> but this year, I have to, have to, have to, have to get my own place. Like, I have to. Yeah. Like, I wrote that shit down. Like, that shit has got to happen. <laughs> number one (laughs) that shit has got to happen i've been i've been getting better at like getting my thoughts out and stuff on paper like some some light manifestations and okay things have already like kind of come to fruition which is crazy like we were talking about that last week weren't we just Mm -hmm. like writing shit down yeah yeah we were talking about that last week yeah if y'all don't believe in that manifestation shit writing shit down getting it on paper try it um i've also like been like as far as thinking that i'm not a real adult i realized that the two biggest moments of 
2019 for me have been going to Disney World and Disney Plus. And I'm like, I'm 12 years you old. You a kid, nigga. It's just like. <laughs> it's like nigga you ain't got your shit together that like, was perfect you a whole ass kid hey is this a new sweatshirt you got on i don't um, think i've seen this i've had it i got it around black panther huh? i know you have uh you have another black panther shirt don't you i have a couple yeah yeah i don't think i've seen this one if y'all i mean Juice has on this swaggy ass crew neck that says "Made in Wakanda." Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, this type of shit I do. I'm feeling it. I'm feeling it. I need that. Um, it's a black owned company that did it too. Okay. Are you getting it from Amazon? No. Etsy. Etsy. Carib. Mm. Carib Beast. Yeah. Hmm. But yeah, it's pretty dope. I still love it. It's crew next season. Speaking of which, our hoodies should be here Thursday. Oh, I'm wearing that shit for my birthday. I, I got a Who's uh, Kim one for me and the Kim and Juice one. So I'm going to wear the Who's Kim on your birthday too. <laughs> I wanted to give you cash. It's birthday present. Aww. But yeah. Hearts. <laughs> Heart. <laughs> um, yeah. Um, I want everybody to pull up to my birthday with a Who's Kim shirt on. AKA, go buy some stuff. Go buy some shit. Bro, <laughs> please help me. <laughs> Nigga, <laughs> help me. Yeah. This podcast is expensive. <laughs> it's an expensive ass fucking hobby. But yo, we're going to make it. It's worth it. It's worth it. It's worth it. Uh, Financial freedom are only uh is our only way to get out of this shit. So we'll go buy some shit. I did redesign a whole bunch of stuff because I'm a can, but you can do a lot of crazy shit. Oh yeah, we gotta talk about things if we have time today. What's up? No, you just said we were gonna talk about oh, yeah. um oh, yeah. business things. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Um but yeah. I've been loving Disney Plus ever since. I still don't have it. And then motherfucking Verizon people get a whole year free. But you you can get my password. No matter. The same shit. Oh. The email is different. But you have you have my Hulu, don't you? Yes. It's the same thing. Your mm-hmm. yeah. Um Yo, I've been watching so many Disney Channel original movies though. And it dawned on me that they clearly never thought people would like in the future these kids would grow up and be like, you know, I kind of want to watch Bro, the shit that I watch. Disney of our era era was lit. Like, yes, they were always putting out dope ass movies, and it was like every other Friday was a new Disney movie. Yeah. All the shows on Disney, like all the good stuff, came on as soon as you got off the school bus. Mm-hmm. <laughs> You watch Famous Jet Jackson, Up which until is not like on, ten o'clock. Famous Jet Jackson is not on Disney Plus. Somebody was saying, uh, and Proud Family is Proud Family isn't either. Why? I, I is it still in syndication right now? Uh, it might be. I think this is my theory going forward. I think that they'll probably be like adding some things. Yeah, like down go. the line, so you keep interest up. 
you can't just give everything. everybody the whole catalog. Right. Yeah, that's true. The and whole which, discography. And they didn't gave us a lot. Of they, shit. I mean, the catalog. I've seen the catalog. It's extensive. They got them old school shit from like the sixties and seventies too. It's, oh wow! The only thing they don't have is uh, what's it called? The one with uh oh, Song of the South. Zippity-doo-rah. Oh. <laughs> With the happy slave. My oh my, my what, what a, a wonderful, wonderful day. day. Oh man. Wow. Um, but they did, they included all the movies in their original thing. So in Dumbo, you get to see those racist ass uh, crows at the end. When mm. I see an elephant fly, <laughs> black ass Uncle Crows. <laughs> I'd have seen a horse fly. <laughs> But I ain't never seen no elephant fly. <laughs> that crow's day was Jim. Disney was a wild. Yep. <laughs> yep. Like, you can't make that shit up. And then on uh, Lady and a the Tramp, they have the Siamese cats with the very... Asian. Yeah. We are Siamese. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yep. Yo, Disney was out here wild. Yep. <laughs> but that's part of it. That is, um, damn, could you call that, like, propaganda type shit? Yeah. Like, I mean, it's racist propaganda. Yeah. Uh, But one movie in particular that I watched that I thought this is the craziest shit I've ever fucking seen. What? Um, You remember The Other Me, the Disney Channel original movie with Andy so. Lawrence where he cloned himself? I'm gonna have to Google it. He clones himself with uh he gets like a sea urchin pack. He has to do like a science project and the company is a front for like DNA research. So he uh stirs the thing up with his comb. Oh yeah. And he creates a clone of himself. Like that whole plot is wild as fuck. Like First and foremost, he clo- oh yeah, yeah 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 I remember this. He clones himself, and you know, it's just like if you get a new phone. When you get a new phone, you get factory settings. Mm-hmm. So if you cloned yourself, you would think that you would start at your own factory settings, meaning a baby. But no no no, not in the other me. <laughs> you start off right at the same place you are, and to make things uh not so time consuming you make it to where your clone can speak English and read the same way you can read he got the cloning agent out of a kit for some ocean pups yeah ocean pups also known as uh, what do they call those things I thought it was sea urchins sea ur- is it sea urchins no I know what you, I know what. not otters the little the things flaky things that, are they flaky i mean they're what are they anyway y'all seals know. are seals considered ocean no. pup? what the fuck else no it's pup? you know what uh, um, there is an uh, an animal that is referred to as like the dogs of the ocean yeah but it's it's not that it's like what is it it's a little like plankton like uh thing i'm googling it right now 
Not sea urchins. Sea lions. No, no. <laughs> Seals are actually ocean puppies. What? Yeah, yeah but. <laughs> what is it? <laughs> Help me. Help me. <laughs> uh. anyway it's like little plankton like things that they sell you in the back of like comic books that you're supposed to grow at home oh uh-huh. you talk about sea lions and shit yeah that's what i'm thinking about like was this nigga finna breed some sea lions <laughs> it's so funny that you haven't seen it because if you've seen it like recently you're like what the fuck but yeah so now i remember this kid though and then that's Joey Lawrence's little brother. I was going to say, why does he look like one of the main people? And Matthew of, Lawrence from Boy Meets World. They just got them lips. Like, they all look the same. They really do. And I don't mean that as a race thing. I mean, the, the Lawrence brothers all look the same. The jeans are strong. <laughs> Their daddy's jeans are strong as hell. Um, But yeah, so. the And then he clones himself. But it's hyper cloning, so it only lasts for like two weeks. Because yeah, you know Disney. <laughs> <laughs> and then, so the geniuses that came up with the hyper cloning have to come and try to take the clone, but they can't decide who's the clone. So they come up with the idea that they're gonna get a van and stay outside the kid's house and just wait for a kid to come out, and then they'll take the kid, of course. <laughs> because that, you know that makes sense and then also they bought an ice cream truck to follow the kid and it's like guys i don't think we thought this through <laughs> hmm. and then they show up at the high at the middle school as the only adults there Mm-mm. to kidnap a kid and then it's just like it just keeps going so like y'all are spying on a kid with the intent to kidnap child trafficking Ooh. when i see it disguising it as a clone like he imagined like the police uh pull up be like sir we heard that you were following this kid hold up (laughs) he's actually a clone first off it's not a real person (laughs) i would never just kidnap a fucking kid (laughs) he's clearly a clone it's so crazy to look back and think on the things that happened like this that we just never would have an issue with right and then like as you're done you're like that's really weird I wonder what adults back then ever thought of any of this. I know. <laughs> like, they hadn't been watching this. Like, this is some bullshit. Right. And I also watched The Poof Point. Tons of questions. Like, that's the one where Mark Curry and Don Richards are scientists and they age backwards because they're trying to do time travel. I oh, remember that one. It had Taj Mari. Wow. Was he all, Was he typecast as just like the nerd? Yeah. But he was like the cool nerd in this one. Uh, <laughs> yeah. I think I remember that a little bit. Like it was one of the only like all black ones. Well, it was all black in quotes. Mm-hmm. It was like some blackish. Bl- yes. <laughs> it was the suburban black shit. <laughs> like I was watching, I was like, this type shit me and Kim used to fucking like. Oh, did you see the poop point? <laughs> Trying to Hey, you gotta find representation any way you can. Wherever you can get it. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, it's tons of just crazy stuff on Disney that I'm just watching as an adult and be like, yeah, this is trash. <laughs> Another funny thing I didn't think about was on Xenon, like when I was a kid, I used to think, yeah, that'd be like 
Xenon would be like the age of like my kids when I have kids eventually because it takes place in like 2045. Mm-hmm. And then I started thinking Xenon's parents are actually probably Generation Z. Because we would be like 50 or 60 by this point. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. So it's the generation after us. Wow. (laughs) Stay woke, (laughs) niggas. Context clues. (laughs) And Hillary, uh, Chelsea Clinton is president in Xenon. Oh, yeah, that's right. She is. Hmm, That could actually come true. Yeah, that could come true. But yeah. Wow. Way too much time on my hands. I'm just up in the middle of the night drinking beer watching uh, Xenon like this shit wouldn't fucking happen. Between Disney Plus and Vintage Tweets we are time traveling. Yes. <laughs> it's and then plus it's about to be uh the 20s again man yeah it's the roaring, the roaring 20s, 20s. <laughs> did you see kaylin's uh party yes yo she's so first off dope. i stayed <laughs> a queen <laughs> recognize a bad bitch when you right. see one she had a flapper party that shit was dope as fuck her outfit was lit i was like yes ma'am yes yes like I stand. She got it. She, whatever it is, she got it. Like it is dope to think that somebody younger than us was just hanging out with us, and then like now they they ten times doper than we ever be. <laughs> Truly, like she nah she she dope as fuck. Truly, but uh, yeah, the idea that it's about to be the twenties again. It's really crazy. It's a mind fuck. Yeah, it is a mind fuck. A new decade. We about to get our Gatsby on. <laughs> yeah, we are. But, that's probably gonna be the theme of a lot of people's uh, New Year's party. Oh yeah, that's definitely. And being the bad bitch that Kaylin is, she got. Let me just go ahead and wrap this shit up real quick. Yeah. <laughs> Damn. Let me go ahead and find an outfit for whoever finna invite me to their party. <laughs> right. When y'all copy my idea, <laughs> <laughs> a bitch will be waiting. <laughs> um. But yeah, it's wild to think that this decade's almost over. Mm. We started this decade with a black president and are ending with a senile racist (laughs) who is about to get impeached. What a time to be alive. You and yours. Me Me and mine. (laughs) (laughs) Damn. Like, when is that nigga going to get impeached, though? I'm tired of it. Man, the stuff that was going on today is not looking good for him. It ain't been looking good for a long time, though. That shit's going to extend into election. It's just me like Clinton. That's how they did Clinton, too. Yeah. But, um, so, I was thinking, what are some of the, I guess, best and worst things of this decade? Hmm. <sighs> and worst things of this decade the dominance of drake is something that that's what i was gonna say the evolution of music has definitely been tremendous and i thought about that too because drake got booed at uh tyler the creator's uh concert of his uh festival which is wild to think that like tyler the creator fans are not drake fans 
I mean, it makes sense. Does it? Yeah. As not, a, not to me. This Tyler the Creator, his fans not being <laughs> Drake's fans doesn't make sense. But if you go back to the Goblin days, that shit makes total sense. Hmm. I mean, hell, in Yonkers, he talks about stabbing on Mars in his goddamn esophagus and won't stop until the cops come in. Well, <laughs> <laughs> those are the kids There's that grew that. up on that shit. Yeah. So yeah, they're entitled little. Uh, he was kids. definitely upset leaving the stage. Like you know, he was like, "I'm about to rock this shit," right. and they, they were like, "Nah, fan." <laughs> He's like, I came out here for y'all. If y'all want me to do this show, let me know. And it was like, boo. I was like, mm. my name is Drake. <laughs> like, man, I felt bad for Drake, which is funny because I definitely didn't feel bad for Trump getting booed. And uh, and Alabama, like, man, fuck that nigga. But Drake getting booed, like, man, I feel sorry for right? Drake because Drake ain't done nothing wrong in this situation. He just showed up to do what he was supposed to do. And Tyler the Creator was rocking to that shit. You know, I wonder if. Tyler Creator ever thought that that would happen when he thought that like Drake would be, you know, good to be a part of his show. He was thinking of it as this is motherfucking Drake wants yeah. to be at my fucking festival. Yeah. Like, did you see where he changed his uh his Twitter <laughs> his bio on Twitter? <laughs> this uh, embarrassed my fans. <laughs> I knew as soon as that shit happened, though, I was like, no, nah, he gonna get his fans in check. Yeah, like he trolled the fuck out of him. Drake trolled too because he was like, I just signed a residency to be at Flog Dog for the next 10 years. <laughs> that shit would be funny if he did show up next year. Next, yeah. Hmm. Oh, man, if you have a secret guest and it's Drake, though, how can you be disappointed? I don't understand that either. Like, it, you gotta have at least it's some. Not even like, it's not even like him and Tyler ever had beef. No. The only person that's ever really had beef with Drake is Pusha T. So it's like, you know what I'm saying? It's not like this was a Pusha T show. And then... <laughs> it was like, man, who the fuck brought Drake out here? Drake popped up. <laughs> so it's just like, why are y'all niggas mad? Like, you hear for Tyler, the crea- creator, and if Tyler thought that he was a good idea, why y'all don't? Why y'all right. not rocking with it? It's because pe- fans feel entitled. And they feel like if things don't go their way, then we're just going to have a tantrum. Every like, day. they really wanted to have Frank Ocean there. Frank Ocean wasn't going to show up. They wanted him there. So once uh, they booed Drake off, the show was over. And everybody was like, wait, what the fuck? Like, yeah, you dumb fucks. He yeah. was a special guest. Yeah, They didn't say shit about fucking ty- uh, Frank Ocean being there. They made up their own fucking guest list yeah. for some shit. Like, they played themselves. That's your fault. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. I would have been, been upset if, like, I was a Tyler the Creator fan and Drake came out and he didn't perform because everybody else was booing, but yeah. I got excited. Like, I'm pretty sure it was plenty of fans who were like, oh my God, it's Drake. Right. And they were like, what the fuck? <laughs> I know. Like, you ungrateful sons of bitches. Bro, if I was ever anywhere and Drake just showed up, I'd fan the fuck out. Okay. Like, and I ain't even one of those, like, super fans, <laughs> but I'd be like, oh, fuck, Drake's here. <laughs> I am throwing my panties. <laughs> I'm throwing my panties too. <laughs> But Aubrey, yeah, Aubrey. <laughs> Drake. So Drake's reign has definitely been unmatched yeah. uh, musically. Beyonce's also. Um, not that she hasn't been successful before, but these last just like I feel like we met five years. 
Beyonce has evolved like tremendously from just like the surprise album Mm -hmm. to formation to lemonade on the run tour two and one uh the carter the carters like it's been some really dope shit coming out of beyonce and her team she's moved into herself yeah herself and like icon like true like legendary already like michael status there's people that say she's too young to be a legend and i'm like no she's been in the game long enough and has put out work like crazy like she's not one of those artists that takes like years and years and years off say my name came out 20 years ago yeah it did like how could she be too like all her fans are grown now like even if you were a baby when Say My Name came out. You're 20 years old. <laughs> you're 20 old. years old now. <laughs> like, you grew up with Beyonce. If you were a kid watching The Proud Family, Beyonce is singing the theme song. Millennials have grew up with Beyonce. Yes. And we're old now. Like, Generation Z is in fucking college. But she's fucking taking over. Like, she's yeah. been taking over, honestly. no, Nobody, no other female artist is on her level right now. No, like hands down, there's nobody else that's the doing what she's doing. Is Rihanna, and Rihanna has moved on to. I'm just gonna take over the fucking world. Oh yeah, Beyonce got like she got her lane. I'm about to take over everything else. Beyonce don't touch I everything. Think, the light don't touch. I'm gonna take over. <laughs> the only thing that Rihanna isn't doing that Beyonce is doing is touring right now. But then there's talk about this reggae album that she about to have. That shit gonna be dope Man, as fuck, nigga. If she go on tour with that shit, I'll be up in that bitch. Ooh. <laughs> ooh. Super fan. Ooh, ooh, that'll be the perfect summer tour. Yes. Right. And who are, you know she rock with dope ass artists too? Because oh, yeah. she gonna have somebody just as dope as her on there. It's gonna be ooh, yes. Um we're gonna get random sightings of her rolling blunts different places. I mean, I love that nigga. <laughs> like Rihanna is who I strive, like my my true blackness. I want to be Rihanna. <laughs> it's between Rihanna and Beyonce. Um, I'm a fusion of the two. <laughs> also, this decade, we've saw the rise of Frank Ocean, True. Kendrick. Um, Tyler, the creator has came a long way because Igor is my album of the year. Mm. And that shit is like, if you had told me 10 years ago that, Tyler the Creator would be making like melodic, jazzy love albums, and the fact that he would be gay, yeah, it's just fucking, yeah. You couldn't have predicted any of that shit. To speaking of, I think um, there's just also been a rise in um, just people being comfortable with themselves, especially in the black community. Like, there's way more queer black people that are coming out yeah more openly about being queer black people right like you got young ma on the cover of out being her full self yeah we got young ma we got Lil nas x tyler the creator uh frank, frank ocean, ocean steve lacy crystal and kid fury which they just they've been out here with it though since they started right but they're fi- i like that they're finally getting their flowers yeah from uh, certain audiences. Um, I don't. I can't say what is 
What's the lowest point of the decade, though? Probably our president. <laughs> yeah. It's the worst thing that could have ever happened to right. us. <laughs> yes, us. <laughs> <laughs> and by us, I mean Earth. <laughs> like, yeah. Um, Overall, I just feel like this last decade, it's been almost like a black renaissance. Like, it is. There's just so much more of a rise of like black businesses and just blackness in general just more people being proud of being black and like supporting black and promoting black and there's been more just like highlighting of the black community right and but i think also that came out of all the tragedy yes that came with blackness too like the police brutality and the black lives matter movement and the Trayvon Martin thing was like the catapult, I think, for all of yeah. that. That's the flashpoint. Everything changed after that. Because mm-hmm. I remember that was when I was like, oh, this shit is real. Yeah, I do too. That was, I remember being in <laughs> class in my uh, professional practices class, in, which is a class that like our students have to take before they graduate. And we just had like a whole day where we talked about it. And then we decided to dedicate like uh, um it was the theme for our next project so there was a lot of like heavy is the head that wears the crown type art that came out of that and a lot of uh portraits of Trayvon and stuff but yeah like that was that was that was definitely the bullet that was heard around the world I think it started with Obama being elected and then just seeing how he was treated mm-hmm. and then seeing how by Trayvon Martin's trial, I was like, yeah. like, that's when I really was like, they really don't understand. Mm-hmm. And I felt so disheartened and I didn't know what to do. Cause I couldn't, you can't make somebody understand. Yeah. And I was, I just remember being so fucking confused about how George Zimmerman was not charged I mean, he was charged. He was found in, uh, but innocent. Well, how he was found innocent? It's that stand your ground shit, and they were able to Milan Trayvon to a way that made him seem like a menace. This stand your ground shit has been slapping us in the face. It hasn't helped. Now I will say that there has been a lot of black people who have gotten off on stand your ground also. But pr- rightfully so. Right. But I, it is misused against marginalized communities. Mm-hmm. So I think, yeah, the modern civil rights movement is probably the biggest thing and i guess we should just go to naturally what uh <laughs> that ties into this week Kaepernick. yeah <laughs> <laughs> like um so of course if unless you're living under a rock you know that uh colin kaepernick has been uh out of the league for the last three years because mm-hmm. he kneeled for police brutality even though 
everybody seems to always forget that and just think he was going against the flag and whatever. Anyway, so the NFL, being the bitch-ass niggas that they are, <laughs> decided they were going to try to counter all this shit and they were going to try to end this all at once. So they set up to where they were going to do a workout in Atlanta on a Saturday, even though most teams had games the next day. And uh, they were they were going to give Colin Kaepernick a workout and they were going to give him interviews and everything just so he'll have a chance to uh, get signed with a team. Or that's how they made it seem. Mm-hmm. So Colin Kaepernick was not made aware of it until Tuesday. And they were given two hours to decide if they wanted to do it. And so they decided they were going to do it. Uh, as it got closer, uh, his team was made aware that he was not signing a standard waiver. Which, uh, if you've ever played high school sports or done anything in school, standard waiver is saying that if, if you, you get, get hurt, hurt, it's on you. You understand that right. you made this choice. So, like, when you're working out for teams, you always sign waivers like that. His waiver was a little bit different. Mm -hmm. His waiver was saying that he, even in workplace uh, employment issues, he could never sue the NFL again. Mm. Which is, like, such a dangerous clause. Right. Like, basically, we might be able to treat you like shit. And you can't ever sue again. Therefore... They were trying to make it to where they could shut him up completely. He already has an NDA where he can't say how much money he got and what happened under those terms. Mm -hmm. And so they were trying to find a way to make it to where we really, he really can't say anything now. Mm -hmm. And Colin Kaepernick having good legal advice was like, no, I'm not doing that. And so he set up his own workout in Atlanta. That way anybody that was there could go up the road and see him now this is where things get a little tricky for me you got a little hairy um you know i'm i'm with colin kaepernick to this point you know and then this nigga show up in a kuta kente shirt and i was like oh fuck oh man I mean, I would rock the same shirt. <laughs> it's just probably not to that not that day specific event. Yeah, after you done said some wild shit before, like, come on, bro, you trolling. I mean, I think you should be able to troll, but not like, today. Yeah, like man, <laughs> like I was like, man, you had to be that black today. This ain't <laughs> this ain't it, fam. This is not it. Like, bro, you come on and then i know that respectability politics is uh is a bitch and all this shit but come on man yeah you knew he he knew he had a target on his back just show up in all black we get the point niggas always gonna take this shit too far now i think it, well, no. i think some people get in their feelings <laughs> because when they're reminded that slavery existed and some people rightfully so don't like the idea of comparing athletes to slaves mm -hmm. um, for multiple reasons or whatever but still like come on bro you could have wore 
it was like a Malcolm X shit. It was like, oh, an actual person also. <laughs> if it was an actual fucking person, if you showed up with a Frederick Douglass shirt, okay, man, we rocking with it. A Kunta Kente shirt. Nigga. That's, that's, <sighs> it's triggering. It's, yeah, it's way too specific to... It, and, and then even after that, I was like, okay. Because he didn't work out in it. He worked out in it, the black Nike gear and stuff. Had an amazing workout. Looked NFL ready. And then after the end of that, he uh, gave a speech and he said to tell the owners to quit running and quit being afraid. And I'm like, man, you didn't handle this as well as you should have. Now, if I look like an Uncle Tom to y'all, fuck y'all. I don't give a fuck. Um, <laughs> I, think, I think it in his head like he was like I want this to be on my terms right and understandably so like especially after all that he's been through and all the shit that he's had to sign like leading up to this I get it but at the same time this is what you've been waiting for and also like these niggas is coming out on a Saturday. You had the, so obviously somebody was gonna sign him. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. Like this, I'm, this wasn't just gonna happen for no reason. Like they weren't gonna make this. They they were not gonna alert the public about everything that's going on with him and what's about to happen for nobody to sign his ass thereafter. They wanted to see if he was gonna play ball. Yeah, like figuratively and he didn't pass that part of the uh, (laughs) (laughs) and i mean i understand because like uh people have said would you trust the nfl tom brady didn't trust the nfl with his phone right for the flake gate would you trust them to be transparent after they've already proven that they've colluded to keep you out of the league. Mm-hmm. So I understand that. But at the same time, he probably might've got a job. Now that nigga ain't never going to play again. Yeah. So it just kind of makes me wonder what he really wanted out of this entire situation. And then that's what makes it to where when people say he didn't, he never wanted to play. I don't agree with that. But, I don't agree with that. But you've given them enough ammo to feel that way yeah that's what you made it look like right and it's just like i said on twitter i don't trust the nfl by any means but i also don't i don't think Kaepernick got the right people around him he doesn't i don't think he has a uh um a media team for one yeah to guide him like a yeah he doesn't have media training (laughs) Or a team to like let him know like, hey, this is how we gonna move. This is what you need. This is the best thing for you to do right now. We'll get to this later. I know you're worried about this, but let's handle this first. Like to me, this whole this whole situation was like when you know that you about to go off on somebody, mm-hmm. <laughs> but you just going to play it cool for a while and, and basically like make them feel comfortable and go out of their way to do all this extra shit. And then just kind of like 
ghost him. Right. <laughs> or, or, you know, I don't know, make them do crazy shit just for you to slap them in the face and then leave. And the bad thing was the NFL was doing that and Colin Kaepernick were doing Right. It, it was it's tip like, or tat. It was like spy versus spy, like the old uh, bad TV thing. It's like they're doing the same shit to That's each other. That's why I was saying, like, I can understand, like, where he's coming from and, like, what page he was on. I just don't feel like his point was not executed well or in the right way or at the right time. No. Like, we know that you still are trying to make a statement and honestly, your statement has been made. At this point, all you've been saying is you want to play ball. This is your passion. This is, you know what I'm saying? So it should just be about you playing ball. Now, granted, because of the way that the NFL was trying to set you up with all this, you know, behind the scenes shit, it's always going to be about more than just you playing ball. Right. But trying to get back in there, trying to get your job back, you he was in the NFL before. He knew the business. He, you you like, got to play the game. He was going to have to compromise a little bit. Literally and figuratively. Yes. You have to play the game. And that's that's another um, example of when respectability politics, you kind of have to play into that. Yeah. To get what you want. I don't like that. But, I mean, it's we all make concessions and there's a lot of niggas on sideline acting like, yeah, I wouldn't do it either. Like shit. You take a lot of shit at work. I know I take a lot of bullshit. Well, I don't talk about my job. I'm sorry. Um, in my other life, (laughs) I take a lot of bullshit. (laughs) And so I'm not gonna like, it's stuff that I do that I wouldn't, if I had to choose, I wouldn't do. Yeah. But that's part of working for somebody else. Mm-hmm. It's part of being an athlete. Now, I don't know. I just don't, I think he blew up whatever chance he might have had to ever play again. Yeah. For anybody. Now, if he plays again, that's going to be the craziest shit in the fucking world. I don't think it's shit that Jay-Z can do for him at this point. No. Because Jay-Z set that shit up. Yeah. Now, and then a lot of people are acting like Jay-Z's a coon for that. Like, bruh, he did a lot more than you niggas did. Yeah, he did. He got them to at least the table. Yeah. Yeah. Um, But I wanted to read this from the same dude that I was talking to you about earlier. Who was in my DMs. Mm. So he posted and said, Colin Kaepernick is a disgrace to the NFL altogether. You suck, bro. Give it up. You're done. Nobody wants for this is all one sentence. <laughs> Let me start over. <laughs> Colin Kaepernick is a disgrace to the NFL altogether. You suck, bro. Give it up. You're done. Nobody wants QB who disrespects this country. You better go play overseas is all I can say. Exclamation point. Shaking my damn head. Wish I could knock his ass out for real. So you wish you can you could take on six four Colin Kaepernick, who's in the best shape of anybody out here. So <laughs> you I think said, you whoop his ass? <laughs> I commented. I said, "Just say you hate black people and move on." <laughs> <laughs> because, like, I can understand you saying, "Like, <laughs> I can understand you being like, damn, bro, like that was selfish. Like, you did all that just for this to happen.' But to go on and be like." 
you know just disrespects this country and like going back to the the kneeling and shit and then somebody else posted and was like when tim tebow did it he wasn't protesting the american flag or this great country we live in he was praying to god because he's a devout christian there's a big difference and i'm like y'all niggas really fucking hate black people so yeah and then grass for anything just to be like yeah fuck that nigger <laughs> basically like you always there's always an example of a white counterpart doing the exact same fucking thing <laughs> but y'all want to make the white person be the savior so um i responded to this guy i was like cap wasn't protesting the flag like first of all right he protested he an inanimate object first like <laughs> and why should you care if he protested an inanimate object so i said he wasn't protesting the flag he was protesting police brutality and injustice he kneeled to get attention suggested a better safer way for him to do so because when certain people take to the streets they get called angry thugs so give us a better solution no response still to this day that was uh almost two days ago but it, it ain't no response yeah but i was just like man just i wish y'all would literally just come out and say like i hate black these, people these, these niggas like that would just make all of this shit it's so like, much okay, easier all right you don't have to go through all of this go play overseas you think you're better than everybody what he did was not because he thought he was better than everybody right he was literally trying to draw attention he was fed up he was trying to make make a point he was trying to make a point like evoke dialogue on the biggest stage he had did he go about it the right way not necessarily i mean up up until this week i agree with oh i don't know yeah <laughs> man he like the pig socks he thing pulled, he pulled one on us he pulled a fast one <laughs> the it's like a lot of misguided frustration uh energy like it's ways he could have went about this that were better but i mean i'm a ride for him but like we got to be honest and like be like yeah he fucked up at times yeah but and that don't make nobody a fucking coon for saying it y'all be throwing coon around on a lot of shit yeah too easily right now there's actual coons out here but y'all don't ever seem to think like Tariq nasheed is a coon (laughs) that's a whole ass fucking coon or uh, uh, Charlemagne's a coon. <laughs> Yo, did you see the flame uh Lakeith Stanfield shit with Charlemagne? I didn't see that. Oh, you talking about the flame Monroe? Yeah. Oh no. I was talking well, yes, I did. But did you see the Lakeith Stanfield shit? Uh-uh. Man, nigga, I don't know if we have It just time. happened? It happened today? No, it happened, I want to say a couple of days ago, because Charlemagne ended up giving him Donkey of the Day. Uh, was it yesterday or Friday? I can't remember. But he was uh, saying something like the, these accounts, like um, the Shade Room and... All the other black media accounts um, were um, falling under the guise of like the white man by uh, posting black people in negative lights. And, you know, what I'm saying, but I'm just like this, the shade room and all this other shit is no different from like TMZ and 
you know, what Perez Hilton was doing when he started, like, why are you only attacking the black ones type situation? I did see see something like that. So, yeah, that was the thing. Charlamagne gave him donkey of the day. (laughs) They already didn't get along because that time he went up there. Lakeith Stanfield rapped and Charlamagne was like, nah, bro, they did. Yeah, I remember that. (laughs) Yeah, he was basically saying that they were uh, anti-black. They are. (laughs) They're anti a lot of things. Yeah, but like, they're exploitative by nature, but they they are purposely exploiting black people. Yeah. So, I mean, it's true. Yeah, but anyway, so the Flame Monroe thing. Flame Monroe is a funny individual. I'm going to give him, her, them that because that's what him, her, them was referring to themselves as. But I feel like, I don't even know if it's respectability politics, what what he or she was doing, but I didn't like it. It felt real. It felt like I'm going to throw the punchline before you get to it like i'm just gonna it felt real privileged yeah and i'm always wary when i don't know when people i don't know like because by saying that uh like that you're forcing your lifestyle on somebody by being yourself feeds into the stereotypes of gay people just want to take over every like a whole mm-hmm. bunch of there's a whole bunch of history of pitting people against gay people by using that dialogue you're basically trying to make it seem like gay people are putting on a show right instead of just being themselves right and that's not what's up now because i'm not a member of that community i can only say so much but that shit rubbed me entirely wrong and it also made me think we gotta stop talking about Charlemagne. because Charlotte, like somebody did bring up the point they were like breakfast club is essentially spreading propaganda like fox news yeah and they stay at the top of things because people gotta talk about them right <laughs> and i don't know like we can't use them as a moral authority yeah no like, I, I mean i definitely don't i don't either but i'm saying like i think that some people do i listen the most of their episodes i listen to um are when i see that they have like guests that i want to hear their interviews with like i think they did um lena waith today Mm -hmm. um so i always watch when they have interviews like that but like it's just this one it just didn't i don't know it didn't it didn't sit right with me i felt like flame monroe i feel like I don't even know what to fucking refer to her as pronoun wise because she's, because she made it that like and then plus I, she's not transgender she's not transgender she's so a she's man a with cross dresser yeah and has permanent implants like that's the other part like it's a lot it's we so might complex have, yeah like I don't know if we <laughs> it's so complex it's so complex and I it. It's complex anyway, but especially with the way that she was kind of trying to uh, define herself. Right. She it, It's like she wants to make a bunch of gray area 
I feel like now I do think there is more gray and nuance to it, but I don't feel like also, I think it's kind of a generational thing. A lot of older, a lot of older gay people kind of have like a whole, like y'all just out here making uh trouble. Like it's respectability politics. Yeah. So I think it's part of that. And it's part of not being hip on, new things that are developed and then community yeah yeah, and then you're saying things that of course charmaine's coon ass is fucking gonna agree with because especially when when she did the lgbtq whatever whatever we you know we want all the alphabet thing and i was like man like i don't like that shit like when i say i feel like she's trying to create a lot of gray area it plays into like a respectability politics, but in like on the negative side, like you just want more people to be comfortable with what's actually going on here versus just like being true to what you are and who you are. Right. Like you're, you're using people's jokes, not against you, but you're using people's jokes to To minimize the solution, but that's not, and you're minimizing the situations by making it to where it's like, hell, we can all laugh at it. But yeah, right. but we aren't laughing. Right. But people are laughing at you. Right. Because the whole purpose of even like interviewing a lot of trans people and queer people is to understand them more. So when you start using other people's jokes as a way to make them comfortable, you're the only thing you're doing is making them comfortable disrespecting you right and then they and that's say, counterproductive and then when people see a famous gay trans person say things be like well sh- she could take a joke why can't she take a joke and that's so dangerous because if you're ever caught out in public and somebody decides to say some disrespectful shit but they are actually like meaning it like they're not joking because they think that you're okay with it that could be that could be dangerous because then what if they rally up a whole group that's on that right shit? and what if some more people on some more rah-rah shit just like yeah let's kill or beat yeah, up this person like I, I hate that it has to be this way but people have to be a little bit more responsible in these marginalized communities when they, when they are going to have voices like that. Like now that we've seen flame do stand up, now you're, you're kind of in the light. And now that you're having these interviews, like you got to be a little bit more conscious of what's safe because he even said it himself or she even said it herself that it was way more safe to be trans or gay in Chicago back in the seventies and eighties than it is now. Right. So like you understand the dangers of being an openly trans and queer black person, but you're not doing things to protect yourself and other people in this community. Right. And and Charlemagne is just going right along with it. Yeah. And so is DJ. I can't decide if I dislike DJ Envy or Charlemagne more. Because I feel like DJ Envy is such a co-signer and a yes man. And like can't think for himself. Little pissy little bit. I don't know. I don't <laughs> like DJ Envy. But Charlemagne get on my nerves too. Envy, 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 Envy. <laughs> um, that reminds me also. Somebody had tweeted. Um to watch how you talk about 
uh, your people when you're in mixed company mm-hmm. because she talked about one of her uh, co-workers said that their kid was leaving uh, HBCU because it was too ghetto and her white co-worker was just lapping it up and oh, loving yeah. it like this same shit gotta stay woke yep now oh man speaking of this might be this is gonna have to be off off podcast off air thing <laughs> i know we don't have a lot of time we could talk about what you got next summer walker thing oh yeah Okay, so Summer Walker has clearly had anxiety and is talking about anxiety a lot. Mm-hmm. and she, Social anxiety specifically. Yes. And she was going to go on tour this is this summer or this in the next couple months? I think next couple months because she had to cancel a few like December dates. Right. And so she was saying what she called the one and only tour mm-hmm. or something like that. I don't know. But she was uh she was uh saying that she's an empath. So for meet and greets, she didn't want to hug her fans because she didn't want that transfer of energy from them. Mm-hmm. And as an empath, I can totally I can understand that. that, especially like multiple hundreds of thousands of people back to back to back touching you. That is a lot. Yeah. And then so they were talking about that and then uh so people felt a certain type of way about that and then they started talking about well if she used to be a stripper how could she have anxiety or if she can uh do this and that how can she have anxiety and that is a very dangerous precedent we have in black community the whole like if you laughing you can't be sick (laughs) yeah yeah and i can i can honestly um I can attest to that like myself like people think that because I take great selfies that I'm okay being photographed or being in front of other people's cameras and I'm really not or that I'm okay with being stared at in public and I'm really not like I say this all the time like I will post a selfie all day but it's literally like hey look at me but don't look at me like (laughs) (laughs) look at me but don't stare at me you know what I'm saying so like I can kind of understand where she's coming from on that tip but go on go on my uh my anxiety makes it to where i can't post selfies <laughs> but i can discuss whatever music and you can hear my voice and do all that shit right 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 it's like and then like in public oh i'm weird i'm a weird ass <laughs> motherfucker like i'm that nigga you don't want to be seen or yeah, heard in public like i'm just in the corner ducked <laughs> off like i'm that guy <laughs> um and then the funny part of this whole summer walker back it's not funny but the funnier part of it is when people saw that she had an altar and had witchcraft and stuff niggas was out here just like you a fucking witch no i'm, I'm not a witch oh, you a fucking witch hey oh shit what's going on oh. look at her guess what she is she a witch a witch you wicked bitch Witch. Oh my god. Witch ass. No, bitch. don't believe him. I heard somebody was a witch. Burner. Hey. What's going hey. on? Hey. Burner. Hey. Burner. Crazy. Which one of you bitches is a witch? This one. <laughs> <laughs> Bruh. Niggas do 
not like when people fuck with witchcraft. And they're like, oh no, y'all better watch y'all ears. Because if Summer Walker is playing, mm-mm, that's not right for my spirit. Whole bunch of niggas came out and be like, nah, bruh, hey, fuck with that. <laughs> I really don't know what to think, man. I don't know what to think. And then she was at the Soul Train Awards. Super awkward. Yeah. Like even more so more so than normal. Like her pictures came out awkward. She didn't have on any makeup. I think she's falling apart. And yeah. that, that's the scary part to me. It looks whew. So we'll stay on top of that. But yeah, that altar shit, when I saw that pic, I was like, oh, damn. Like, sis, I'm into crystals and whatever because they cute. (laughs) But she she got tarot cards and sage and, well, you know, I'm into sage, too. You kind of an earthy chick, too. Am I a witch? (laughs) (laughs) You a fucking witch. (laughs) Uh, But no, she had the whole nine, Yeah, she had potions and shit. And then the the little tag the little thing, miles of everything, yeah. and the thing that said something about being a witch. Yeah, I do also think that some of us, because of Christianity, we've gotten rid of some of the more African elements of our culture that dealt with mysticism. Mm. But that's a conversation for another day. This is true. But that's also part of why niggas be like, I ain't fuck with that. <laughs> <laughs> y'all better watch y'all ears. Yeah. I don't need that in my spirit. Keep right your now. third eye open. That's some witch shit too, though. Yeah, I know. I know. <laughs> like, that's the other thing. Like, niggas play with this shit it's all the day. And all then, mixed. And then somebody goes a little bit too far. Everybody, whoa. <laughs> When we start getting into this shit, <laughs> like we've been talking about energies and uh, vibes, astro- astrological shit for all this time, and now somebody be like, "Yeah, I'm a fucking witch." <laughs> well, we want to be judgy. Yep. <laughs> that reminds me of that time we talked about when Azalea Banks was talking shit about Lana Del Rey, and Lana Del Rey said, "Pull up," because <laughs> that's a witchy bitch too. Also. You a fucking witch. No, I'm, I'm not a oh, witch. You a fucking witch. Hey. Oh, shit, what's going on? I don't know. Look at her. Guess what she is? She a witch? Oh. <laughs> now that I think about it, there's a lot of witchy bitches that are yeah. uh, famous. Like, Lady Gaga is kind of witchy to me. The most famous is Stevie Nicks. That she, she broke the mold of a witchy bitch. <laughs> um, Kelly Osbourne was kind of witchy at one point. Yep. A lord? Definitely. I know a fucking witch when I see. Her. <laughs> oh, for sure. Uh, let's think more. Erica Badu be dabbling. Yeah, she does for sure. It's a little bit more than a dabble. Azalea Banks also be with that witch shit. I want to say Alana Alana's more set a little bit. I can see it. She had that '90s witch. Yeah, <laughs> that craft. Yeah. <laughs> All right, I, I got to figure out what you're talking about. Okay. So this is the end of our episode. <laughs> so thank you guys for tuning in today to Suburban Pod. If you would like to follow me on Twitter, you can find me at Curvy Brown Girl. And you can find me at a kid named Juice. Some of our music today was provided by our good friend, Corey Battle. You can follow him on SoundCloud at DJC Battle. New episodes available every Thursday.